episode 41 this is the no clue podcast i'm one of your hosts tyler i'm mike (laughs) and uh welcome um i'm gonna start saying this before every podcast if you guys just want to go to the music portion fast forward to one hour we start with sports every episode so here we are lots to get into today um yeah, a lot of stuff happened since All-Star break. It's been a big week for justice, man. <laughs> I will say that. It's been a, the, the police and the feds are on their game this week, man. <laughs> Coming right. for everybody. Yeah, they Nobody's are. safe this week. But um, <clears throat> we'll get into that, of course. <laughs> uh, all right, where are we starting, man, with sports? Where are we starting? Um... Let's talk about the the Warriors. Okay. What happened yesterday? Was it was it just a loss? Did you see anything? Uh, anything? Any weaknesses? Maybe. Um. I don't know if I'd say weakness, but they need to figure out a way to um, use Cousins without him having to like play one on one when they pass it to him every time. That was the big thing for me. I mean, um, you know, the Rockets took him out without Harden. Uh, but every time Cousins got the ball, he had the ball for like eight seconds, and it was just him on an island, <clears throat> which is okay because once he gets going, you know, he can make passes, and it makes the shooters more open, right? Of course, I get that. But um, if he's not going, it just he's the one getting the rebounds, so, if he's taking this shot, he's obviously in the worst position to get a rebound. And then everyone else is spread around the three-point line. And it ends up being a fast break for the Rockets, which are one of the best fast break teams in the league. I um, just I think the Warriors are too good to have to do that. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think <clears throat> I don't mind the rotation, but uh, yesterday the rotation was the starters, and then uh, four of the starters come out, and it's Iguodala and Cousins are like the only, you know, all-star caliber players on the court. Yeah. Realistic scoring options. Right. And, I mean, again, it's not terrible because they're good players, but Livingston, when Livingston was out there with Cousins, it was really bad because Cousins would get doubled by Livingston's man, and then he, you know, would send it to Livingston, and he couldn't do anything with it. I'm I'm surprised Livingston has been effective for them for so many years, mm-hmm. because he's one of those players who just he just seems like you could just kind of leave him. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't he, really have range. He's a good cutter, though. I will say that. Uh, yeah, he's a good cutter, but. It, it's like he's really not 
he shouldn't be the ball handler, right? He shouldn't be the point guard when he's out there. It's like when he's with Steph and he can cut or he can just bring it up and Steph can come off the screen and he does a little dribble handoff, that, that's, that's when he's used well, when he can, like, double as a wing. But when he's the guy and his cook, and, like, cook is a matchup issue, especially on the Rockets, where everyone, all their guards are one-on-one threats, you know? Yeah. Um, Rivers likes to take people one-on-one, obviously. CP is CP. Gordon is a one-on-one machine sometimes. Um, so it, it was just, they were just taking the guards one-on-one, man, every time. It was pretty easy. And then player of the game goes to Fareed. Yeah, I had. And 10. I know he was cooking because it was multiple people that mentioned, like, yo, are, are you seeing that Kenneth Fareed, of all people, is cooking right now? He had two threes, dude. <laughs> like, if I, nothing else, if nothing else happened, he hit two threes. You know he's cooking. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he played great. I, um, I'll say from, I just watched the highlights, and, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube has the free Dawkins page, and he uploads, like, all the individual highlights all the time. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Chris Paul looked, looked scary good. Oh, yeah, he, he was adding to his hoop mixtape last night, for sure. It's like he only had 23 points, but it seemed like all of them were like Hall of Fame difficulty-type shots. <laughs> they were all highlights, for sure. <laughs> I One was just like, from the logo. dude. Yeah, and his passes. He had like four yeah. or five highlight passes last night. He was the reason Gordon was eating, why Fareed was eating, Nene had some big buckets, like... It was crazy. Yeah, the thing is, they they couldn't get it out of his hands. I mean, um, the Warriors, and then the Warriors would miss shots and not, you know, not make it up on D. Rockets would come back and score every time the Warriors missed. So, dude, I saw the play uh, where PJ Tucker just like sunned KD, <laughs> like he was just strapping him so hard that KD yeah. just like fell at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, damn, man, that's not a good look. Like, two picks came, and PJ was like, nah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were about to switch, and he pushed his own man. It's like, nah, I, I got it. <laughs> I got to say, man, him. PJ Tucker, like, the he's getting older, but he's impressing me more and more with just how competitive he is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he has fun. <laughs> he has fun D'ing up. Like, he just takes like, the challenge. It's really funny when he D's up, and then, like, he, he gets cooked. Obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he gets cooked or when he hacks somebody and he's like surprised, like, dude, <laughs> you were all over him. Right. He yeah. always he always says to get physical with like LeBron. Yeah, but like yeah. LeBron doesn't go for shit like that, so he just be bullying him. <laughs> right. LeBron and Kawhi both yeah, cook him when he tries to get eat. physical. They're the physical ones that he can't deal with. But yeah, um Yeah, it was Houston, I think it was more of a good moment for Houston than a bad moment for the Warriors. I'll say that. Okay. Because sure. I was going to come in here, and I watched the game Thursday against the Lakers. Yeah. And I was going to you know, I was gonna have some negative things to say. Because mm-hmm. they looked awful without Harden. Harden looked like a bad closer. Harden mm-hmm. looked disinterested. And then on top of that, you know, Chris Paul still – Letting his anger get the best of him in big, big moments. Like, 
Yeah. Yep. But to come around, to come do what they did yesterday, shit. I'm not. I'm not criticizing them today. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was just a bad game. I mean, and the officiating in their defense was kind of bad in the Laker game for both teams. Yeah. But it wasn't bad enough to go hey, ahead and the news throw out. The game. These these referees be be gambling out here on these games. Oh man. Uh, well, before <laughs> before I get to more about that, the um. Uh, the games. What is it? Friday. The Friday games. Mm-hmm. Man, that's the best night of basketball I think I've seen all year. Uh, that, that, Kawhi two, game winner, right? Yeah. Is that Friday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. hard. To, it's weird calling um, open court layups a game winner, but you're right. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was clutch bucket. It was a clutch bucket. Easier yeah. or not, it was it was a good good moment. Yeah, good trap. You know, DeRozan coughed it up. Yeah, you know, DeRozan is good, and I I'm a fan of DeRozan. You know that he shouldn't really be bringing the ball up court like from from the inbounds. Like he should get it at half court, and then I I wouldn't have DeRozan have the ball in the back court for me personally if I was the coach. Yeah, but, I see what you mean. Um, but it's cool, you know. It happens. Uh, Kawhi, you know he's going to have the D. Lowry, obviously, is a defender, too. Both those guys. Great trap and a good finish. But the game overall was a great game, man. DeRozan, another 360 layup. That was Kawhi, so pretty. With the left? It was pretty. And like, it, it, was it was unexpected, too, because it yeah. wasn't in like a situation where people normally would 360. Um, he, gave, he gave the Raptors a show. Kawhi and him had a nice back and forth. I think it was the third quarter. They were going back and forth, buckets, big buckets. It was, it was just a good game, man. Back and forth game, threes, etc. Siakam saved the day again. Um, that was a great game. Then the next game, <laughs> Mitchell versus PG and Westbrook. Oh Oof. my gosh, that, that was, was a, a game battle. It was a great game too. I, I, I mean, would Westbrook l- played great. He did. And then PG at one point when Westbrook was done playing great, PG just took over. He just was just going to the basket every time, layup, or you know, tough three, layup, tough three. Like he, it was just a great game, man. If, great players played great that game. Everybody played great. I don't think anyone in the on either team played bad. Um, and that's why it was such a close game, right? Double overtime, I think. And, um, you know, PG with the amazing finish, that floater. It was it was really tough. I, I, I hope these teams can match up in the playoffs one more time. I kind of I kind of do, too, yeah. And I, I do, but I don't... I don't I want it to be in the first round, though. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Like, yeah. if they meet, if they get through their first-round matchups... Yeah, and meet second in the round. second, and you know, to face the Warriors, let's say. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I agree for sure. I because I definitely don't want to see either one of them out in the first round. Um, but then uh, PG shot terrible la- last night. I, I got to shout out Harrison Barnes. Oh yeah, I shouted sure. out um, PJ Tucker for strapping a little bit. Yeah, Barnes was on his ass all Saturday evening. Yeah, he was taking a lot of tough. He had to take a lot of tough shots. 
and, and Barnes is not really known as like a, like he'll he'll take the challenge, but he's not really known to shut anybody down. Yeah, he's been like a above average defender, but not elite. Yeah, but yeah. watching some of the stuff yesterday, I was like, wow, he he's impressive. The Kings are impressive, man. Right, they are. They are impressive as a team. I mean, so many more- guys could just eat. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Yeah, and Buddy, finally. I said Buddy was going to be good when he got drafted, and, and yep. he was proving me wrong at first. But finally, he's blossoming, and he's just... I mean, it took him a while to blossom in college. You know what yeah. I mean? His first couple of years, he really wasn't anything special. No, yeah. So, it, so... Sometimes it's about how many shots you get off, you know? Like, right. Maybe he didn't have the green light yet. Once he got that green light, though, I mean, you see. and And that's the thing, too, in the NBA. Sometimes scores they need that guard you know and fox is becoming a um i don't even know what the adjective he is he's not elite yet but he's emerging elite you know guard yeah uh, he's in that like conley class yeah. right now right now but he's moving up mm-hmm. like he's just stopped by at that but he's like conley lowry like those sound good players, yeah. I'd put him in. He's he's still a little bit young. I would like to see him a little more consistent. Mm-hmm. But I I think that'll come with some time. Yeah, it, it will. And the thing is, he has to do a lot for his team too. I mean, Conley has been doing it for so long. Like you said, he's young, but it's hard to have that much have that much on your shoulders. At that age, as a point guard, you know, mm-hmm. a tra- we see it with Trey too. Trey, the game kind of comes or goes with how those guys play. Trey and um, Fox, right. uh, Conley for a while didn't have to play great, but they, you know, Gasol could play great, Randolph could play great. They, he had other guys, and now it's just Buddy and Fox really, and the other guys just play good most of the time. And now um, Bagley. Barnes is a major help for him. I mean, they're coming. They're tough, man. Lakers. I don't know. Lakers are not gonna have an easy road. Nah. Man. If they can't beat the te- teams like the Pelicans, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Teams might start letting the Kings win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, the LeBron cl- out the playoffs. The Clippers are still there. They're still at eight. They got a couple game lead. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, they're still winning games after the the whole trade thing happened. Yeah, they are. Yep. You know, Lou Lou turned on playoff mode, so they'll be all right. Yeah, Lou and Montrezl. I want to say this about Lou too, and and I'm not hating. I like Lou. You know, we talk about Lou a lot on here. Yeah. But Lou shouldn't. He shouldn't be eligible for six man anymore. <laughs> Like, if you're obviously the best player on the team and you only don't start just because, like, you're going to win six man a year every time, you're not. He's really not a six man. But he's it's, obviously the best player on the team. It's not even close. But it's he's got that, like, you can't really start him because. He started for the Lakers and was getting buckets. No, he's going to get buckets. He'll get buckets on a G League team trying to play in the NBA. <laughs> Right, but um, no, I just think he's one of those guys. Just because of his size, 
I don't think you can play him, you know, 40 minutes just because I don't think he can hold his own on defense. Well, that doesn't mean he can't start. A lot of guys start. Whoever starts with the two now doesn't play 40 minutes because he plays more minutes than whoever Bradley. starts now. Yeah. Well, not Bradley anymore. Bradley's gone. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is Gil just Alexander? I, guess I think he starts, he starts at one. point guard. Yeah. But Beverly is. I think they go to, two guard or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen them play on TV. It's since been they, a little while since they had the Boston comeback. <laughs> Who? It doesn't really matter. Whoever starts over him doesn't play more minutes than him now. <clears throat> no. But that's the thing. Like if you're the six man, you probably average the most minutes a game. Come on, man. You're not. He's really not a six man. We all know that. He can keep winning it though, because that's. You know, he is technically a six-man, but he wouldn't be a six-man on most other teams. Raptors had him as six-man, but the Raptors were kind of nice at that time. You hate him, man. (laughs) He's he's been comfortable in his role, and he just keeps eating. You're right. He does. He keeps eating. I'm not mad at it. And the Clippers are good, so they're doing something right. Like, their record is so much better than it should be. I just think minutes should go into your six-man uh, award. That's all I'm saying. Like you can't. I don't think you can have the most minutes on the team every year and keep winning six-man. Like that's that's wild. Like anyone could just not start and win six-man. Yeah, that's a Any good point. Starter, uh, you know, they could not start Clay, and Clay would probably win six-man. But you know, it, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway. So good games this weekend, man. Three really good games. Um, what else we got for the NBA? I feel like we had another. I'll, I'll say uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, mm-hmm. I had some thoughts. So if you if you're an NBA fan, you probably noticed that there was a video that came out of Kyrie seemingly. Well, he was talking to Durant in the tunnel. I believe it was after the game, All Star game. And you, you can see him, like, you can see him mouthing, like, two max spots, and then it's there's, time or something like that. There's a video like with a, um, I saw one video that had the it, uh, audio enhanced, and I could hear him say it. Yeah, I could definitely hear him say uh, two max spots. Mm-hmm. So, he came out and, and got salty and criticized the media for... I got the uh, clip. You want me to play the clip? Yeah, go ahead. All right, give me one sec. Let's pull it up. <laughs> I, I got a lot of interesting perspectives on this. When I'm out there in NBA, somebody wants to take a video, man. It's poor water on it. You know what I'm saying? Human being talks about another best friend of mine. Like, no, no, I'm saying. Put in, it's just crazy. You know, this is, I mean, this is the stuff that just, like, it doesn't make the league fun. Like it doesn't make the league fun. Nobody helps promote the league anymore by doing bull like that. Like just fictitious putting things on like what we're talking about. Like it's, it's just it's crazy. I guess that's what you want. Right? No, no, no. What I'm saying is it is that it's out there. Do you want to cool it off or whatever? By, by say, you know, so obviously what? people people are running with it, saying you know. Yeah. Look, we haven't written about it. We're, we're like that's we're coming to you to ask you about it. Okay. And people are like who then? Well, it's all over the internet. So you just you know. Do you look at is the internet real for you or you like? It's my yeah, life, right? It's two people talking, yeah. having a conversation. If this was a real world, would it be anybody else's business? 
but it's a video of somebody assuming what we're talking about, right? I hear you, but making an opinion about it. So why would I care about it? Well, why does that have an impact on my life? Why are you asking me those type of questions about cooling it off? The, re the reason we're now get it. The reason we're asking about it is because the people, that, uh, the fans, are interested in it. That's all. Oh, the fans. Yes. It's about the fans. Well, well that's. Uh, Okay, well, it's about you, so you're right you, for the fans. What you do in your life, so I don't, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that, that's, where, that's where we start the conversation. What I do in my life is my business. So it's none of yours, none of anybody's, it's not anybody's business, right? So it's a video of me and one of my best friends talking, and then it turns out to be a dissection of a free agency meeting? He's leaving an that? important like, detail out. And I'm, asking, and I'm asking questions about it. Like that, that's what disconnects me from all that because like, I, I have no connection to that. Like, over a video, I'm asking questions about the fans. You brought up the fans? Come on, man. You do it for the likes and clicks. Everybody does. Everybody wants to hear me talk like this. Like, everybody wants to hear every athlete talk yeah, about bull like this. A video, though, to pull water on it? You know what I'm saying? It makes no sense. Oh. That's, that's good. Yep. <laughs> real world my guy there's there's it sounds good when you listen to it if you kind of just like take the assumption of oh man another like athlete got a video leaked to him during his like private time doing whatever and they're making a but it's not the real world to just assume that oh my business should be private so you guys should just leave me alone Bro, you, you get paid $20 million a year to play basketball. You're an entertainer. Like, you're a top-tier basketball player probably on the whole planet. Mm -hmm. to, to, to assume that he just people should just leave him alone and mind their own business is, mm -hmm. is so stupid. It, it's just so ridiculous for him to get defensive. It makes him look worse... I don't understand where he gets the idea that people want to hear him talk like this. To be to be honest with you, I want to hear him shut the fuck up. If it bothers you, just be like, dude, like we were just having a conversation. You guys got it wrong. Like we were just talking about shit. You know what else he's allowed to do? Just say no comment. That's it. Right. No comment. Next question. Westbrook does it all the time. Next he, question. It's so annoying that he had he chooses to act like a spoiled like child honestly you want and the craziest part is the dude asking that was the Celtics inner he was the Celtics um media guy right he wasn't even like it wasn't like it was TMZ it was the Celtics guy shout out to him for staying composed too yeah and he's they were trying to look out for Kyrie saying look man we haven't printed this yet Right. We're giving you an opportunity to get on it before we put it out. Because we are we like the subject. He made himself you. look worse. Yeah, like, we work for you, dude. <laughs> He's a Celtics guy. So anything Kyrie says, he would put on, he would write, because that's his job. It, so, it's I just mean, annoying to me that he attacked the media. He he kind of, and, and this is a, probably a bad parallel. <sighs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> He's like riding the notion that um, the media like oversteps their boundaries, which is similar to how Jesse Smollett <laughs> rided the notion that like 
hate crime is a, like are they real things and they are and just like that the media does overstep their boundaries but they're not doing it in this case <laughs> right like yeah. dude if you want it to be private do not don't talk to another guy who's going to be a free agent in the tunnel and let them record you at the all-star game and don't it's fucking the biggest... It's yeah, like the it, biggest viewed event. Everyone is there. Right. So, like, I mean, it's different. I'm sure they have. He has his number, of course. They all have. This is what I don't understand. I said this before. I don't understand why guys talk to each other when you have their number. Just text him and say that. Call him. Video chat. FaceTime. Whatever. Like, dude. Another thing is, it was obvious that he. It really wasn't about the media thing. That was his way of deflecting. Without saying no, I didn't. He never said no. That's not what we were talking about. Right. He never said no. Actually, I was just saying, yo, man, you can get two cheeseburgers at Burger King now. He wasn't saying that. <laughs> he was it's saying, not. Yeah, it's not like they just recorded a talk. Like if they just recorded y'all talking and just like tried to assume that it was about free agency, I'd have been like, dude, you're right. That's fucked up. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, and they weren't in the bathroom. They were in the huddle. Where media was, they, there was other cameramen there. Like, come on, man. I mean, I've said before. I think Kyrie's the worst leader in the league, and Wor- the worst <laughs> hasn't changed. Um, and like you said, man. I mean, the media—that's their job to overstep boundaries to an extent. Their job is to get the scoop. And the Celtics media guy's job is to make the Celtics look the best he can. You know, it, it, he's trying to. <sighs> It's the craziest thing that he went off on a reporter trying to help him. That's by far the most egregious part of the video to me. He's the Celtics guy. He said you can get ahead of this now. And, you know, he t- rips him to shreds. How many how many uh, interviews have you ever seen? Hey, man, I'm going to give you the opportunity to comment on something before I print it. Ever. <laughs> Almost never. Right. So... I, it is, it's just so un. It's un, really unreal to me. If yeah. and I'm pretty sure they were talking about free agency. Um, yeah. So good luck to New York when if you guys do sign those two guys because. And how stupid is Kyrie gonna look in this video after he does sign in New York? Right. <laughs> this is gonna be the dumbest video probably ever in. The NBA, if he actually goes to New York after this. Immediately, they're going to be like, dude, like, is that what you were talking about on All-Star Weekend? He's going to be like, yeah, so why'd you get salty? That'll be the, yeah, they'll ask him that the, as soon as he puts on his jersey, the media right. day. Right, the, the intro. Ask him. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God, I can't imagine him and Durant teaming up. Those are some <laughs> some bad leaders. <laughs> oh, my Terrible God. Terrible leaders and... Both of them dribble too much, so it's gonna be. A That's like, I, you know what I I, I, I thought I about it. Both of them. And you made this comparison a while back about Durant. Uh huh. That he's kind of like Allen Iverson. Yeah. Can you? To me, if they team up, it's basically like having two Allen Iversons on one team. <laughs> it is. And don't yeah, get me wrong, one Allen Iverson is fire, like historic. You you saw what happened in Philly. But two Allen Iversons? You see the, what's happening in Boston. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. There's not enough Spaldings out in on planet Earth for two Allen Iversons. No, it's not. For sure. Yeah, especially when, you know, one of them 
especially when they both take as many shots as they do, for sure. Uh, and like you said, they're both terrible leaders. Al- Iverson really wasn't all that bad of a leader. He was, I mean, he was yeah. bad, but not as bad as either of them to me. He just didn't come to practice. <laughs> right. Al- Iverson didn't throw his teammates under the bus, despite the fact that he could have. And he definitely could have. Neither one, no one, um, no team, Kyrie or Durant, has ever played on has been as bad as the 76ers team. Even I, Kyrie's first Cleveland years. Dude, I hate that all this like nonsense from like these top-tier players. Mm-hmm. It makes me miss Kobe every time. It just, was, like, why? why can't everybody just act like Giannis? Like, I just want to hoop. I want to crush everybody. And, like, that's it. Why, why does not, there have to be this annoying drama around some of these guys? Well, you know what the problem is and why Kobe is tough to compare it to? Um, because Kobe had Phil, man. He had one of the greatest yeah. coaches of all time. And Phil was, this, was a teacher. A lot of the coaches are just coaches. They're not teachers, you know? And Kobe was a young guy, high schooler, you know. He was no – Greek Freak was young. LeBron was young. Kyrie, you know, only played 10 games of college, 11, whatever. You know, um, the coaches need to have some obligation in teaching these players how to be men, you know? And I, I'm not calling them less than men by any means, but I'm saying that they – is a time where you mature once you get a couple million dollars. And um, some of these guys don't go through that. They just go off of what they see. You know, it's just like us watching TV as kids and doing what they do on TV. And you can't do that all the time. Right. And it ends up like, it looks like this. It looks like a hot mess with interviews and with, you know, the team. And then I was talking last night to someone about the, Oh, players' rights thing is getting way out of hand. Oh my God! Way out of hand, man. It's getting out of control. And it's LeBron's fault. For sure, a hundred percent. It's all LeBron's fault. The only reason we're talking about Zion not playing is LeBron's fault. (laughs) (laughs) And LeBron didn't even go to college, and we're talking about college stuff because LeBron. Come on, man. It's getting. It's getting way crazy. Like, bro, if you want the playing. media to leave you alone, to be honest, act like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Like, you don't have to. You're not entitled to, like, go into detail. Just answer questions. That's it. And who taught him how to do interviews? Greg Popovich, baby. Never asks questions. Uh, never answers questions right. I mean, that's it. Like, it's the coaches. The coaches teach these guys the interviewing process. Not the they don't just learn it. You know, it's not taught at home. Yeah, it's, I mean, I hate to think that Brad Stevens is is slightly to blame here. Oh, but you know, Kyrie played for a lot of coaches before Brad Stevens. But you at know, some Ty point, Lue, I'm sure wasn't the greatest uh, father figure when it comes. Right. To yeah, that's true. At uh, some point, you gotta somebody in Boston has to say something. Yeah. They have to, whether it's Hayward, Morris was a good guy who called him out. Like, we're just not having fun. Yeah. Like, it starts with a bad leader. Like, if your leader's fucking y'all up, you're not going to have fun. Yeah, because Hayward is a good interviewer. He's not bad. Um, yeah. And you know, he had, you see who he had in college as a coach. 
who his college coach was. Kyrie didn't play enough games to do any college interviews. <laughs> he was never at the games. So, I mean, Coach K can only teach him so much. And Coach K don't... We see what happens with Coach K products. Ingram sneaking people in games. Jaleel Okafor sneaking people after games. Like, you know... <laughs> I will say, I don't, I don't like shouting out other podcasts, really, uh-huh. uh, but I like Gilbert Arenas, uh, you know, hometown guy, of course, DC guy, and his, his podcast does, he does provide some interesting insight to just how, um, how selfish a lot of these teams are, and some of these, like, higher up level people, like, Coach Krzyzewski is one guy he is not a fan of. Oh, for sure. Um, a lot of guys. Remember right. um, Big Baby Davis? Yep. Pass on Big Baby Davis. Big Baby gave him like 40. <laughs> and I, I remember that because, uh, I mean, I don't know how you pass on a guy who ends up being a first-round pick, you know, a 6'3", powerful. <laughs> big big <laughs> Baby was, was tough for a little while. It was a he little was while, tough. but he was. I mean, he was a, he was a good basketball player. He was right. great. And huge, I mean, you know, not huge, but thick, strong. He was a he was a tough, tough guy, man. He was like quick when you didn't expect him to be, too. But you see, Coach K passes up on guys like that, and then he gets other guys. It's just you can't you can't sign everybody. So, um, you got any other thing on this? Any other thing to talk about regarding this? Because you. You gave me a perfect segue into Durant. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a Durant hater, but it's gonna sound like it. You are. <laughs> okay, Come on, I'm a Durant hater. I'm a Durant hater. Okay. Um, I think Durant is, and I, I we I've said this before, but I have substantiated it and thought about it more since I've said it. And like it was like one of our first podcasts. But I think Durant is very overrated historically, like in history. Not that he's the most overrated player ever, but I think we have him like already top 25. And in my opinion, he hasn't done anything top 25 player in NBA history good yet. To me, he's won MVP. Great, right? Um, and I, I, <laughs> I would like to compare Durant... To Chris Bosh. <laughs> and uh, hear me out when I say this. Um, I think they're really, really, really good, right, at their positions. But they're, they've never been, like, unstoppable at their position compared to everybody else. Now, obviously, Durant was for one year when he won, he won scoring titles. Um, he won, like, he won four in- of them or five of them. <laughs> Right, he won scoring titles, he won MVP, I get that. Um, But it's like, the dominance doesn't, maybe it goes back to the Iverson thing. His dominance doesn't win games, to me. And um, You know what I'll say real quick? What? Uh, Why, I don't think, I don't think I could ever say that he's better than LeBron. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... His do- I could say about pretty much every dominant performance he's had for Golden State, 
mm-hmm. outside of a couple of the finals games mm-hmm. is insignificant. Because yeah. you could make the case that even if he didn't dominate, they could find other ways to win the game. Right. You, you can never say that about LeBron's teams. If LeBron doesn't carry the load, they're not winning. If Kobe didn't carry the load, they're not winning. Like, with oh, Durant, sure. you don't have that. Yeah, or do something. Because the other thing is, Durant. if Durant's not scoring, Durant isn't helping you win the game at all. Like, Kobe... Um, they had one of the classic games, the Celtics and, and Lakers game seven in the finals. Mm-hmm. Kobe only had like 17 points, but yeah, he had yep. 22 rebounds. Yep, I remember that. Shot like shit. Yeah, but guess what? He, he was doing something. Right. He, he was out-rebounding everyone on the Celtics. KG. Right. So, I mean, Durant, if he's not giving you points, he's not doing anything for you. Because that's all he does well for a team to win. And the thing is, sometimes he'll give you 50, and then the team, you know, it's like whatever. And that, that's kind of how I am with Bosch, with the Heat. Bosch could give you a good game, really good game. But the other two MVP candidates on the team, you know, were the guys who really mattered in winning the game or not. Yeah. And that's kind of how even I, – I don't want to say, like, all the time on the Thunder because Durant still needed to get 20-plus, right? But he also played with two future MVPs on that team when they went to the finals. And they, I mean, they couldn't get it done, man. Couldn't get it done. And he doesn't make anyone around him better. No one. I mean, it's it's impossible to say that he makes people around him better when everyone else on the team ended up being, like, the best player on their team after they left that Thunder team. Everybody. Um. I don't know, man. It's just like when I compare him, if you name me any other top 25 player and I compare him to Durant, I don't see them in the same category at all. Right. It just, he doesn't have like, he has so much help that, like I said, it's just insignificant whether he performs well or not. Because I I believe that even if he gets 10 to 15, they could annihilate any team in basketball. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't play and they win big games. Right. I mean, it, he was it, out for like, remember, like a month? Yeah. And they went like 14 and 1 <laughs> without him? Yeah. Westbrook still took the OKC to the playoffs. Without right. Him. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just weird for me saying that someone is top 25 that is insignificant to the team. Like, I've never named another top 25 player that's insignificant to their team. Right. It just, uh, he, he's just, like, it's, oh, I don't yeah. even know how to say it, to be honest. And, and this is this is why I compare him to Chris Bosh. I didn't, I forgot why I did it when I was talking for a second. But I, it's that we judge Durant off of capability over what he actually does. Like, when, when Bosh was on the heat, Bosh was still probably top three power forwards in the league. But he didn't. He wasn't in the top three in scoring, rebounds, or anything. Yeah, Bosch went from a scoring machine to a do-whatever-it-takes-to-win. Right, and he was still top five power forwards, right? Yep. But I'm sure he wasn't top five in points, and top five in blocks, or in rebounds. And the, that's kind of how Durant is to me. We, we say he's top 
he's one of the best small forwards, but he doesn't do anything to say he's one of the best small forwards ever. Like he's like we say it because man, he's seven foot. He can shoot threes. He has nice handles for his height, but he doesn't like give me a thing. Like when I'm watching, I don't say, man, that's one of the top 20 players I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, um, I think we do that often, but it's not fair to put him over players that we've seen do do what we think they're capable of. I've just I, I've seen so mind, I've seen so many players do more with less. Oh, of course. In my mind, I think Durant should be getting like fifty based off his attributes. Yeah, and I think that's what people think. They say, "Man, this guy on paper, Durant is probably one of the best." Attribute wise, he's one of the best ever. Like if you're making 2K, Durant's sliders, all his sliders are pretty high. He's like that broken guard you used to be able to make, like six ten with a jumper. Yeah. Like he's literally that. Yeah, but then in the games, it he doesn't he you know, in 2K you can only be so good. It's not like you can go out and get 80 every time you play the game. Yeah. That's kind of how he is to me. Yeah, on paper and his attributes are fire, but he doesn't do the fire every time. Like other players, like Barkley's attributes should be lower than what he did. He's only a six seven power forward, but then you see him play, and he's running the floor, he's getting rebounds, he's shooting threes, he's dunking on people. You know what I'm saying? All these great players, like a lot of them overcome so much adversity. And yeah. to me, when he went to Golden State... He he said, "I'm too scared. I'm too. I'm not good enough, or maybe OKC is not good enough. But I don't want to face that kind of adversity." Well, Jalen Rose puts it pretty well. He says, "When Anthony Davis asks to be traded, or when a big player like that asks to be traded, you're saying I can't win with these guys. These guys around me suck. Right. This organization sucks. The coach sucks. You're saying something is wrong with everyone else." And not you. And that's kind of what Durant did, right? And that's I'm sure that's why Westbrook felt a kind of way, saying, you know what, man? This point guard, he's really not that good. I need I need the two-time MVP point guard. You know, I need the best shooter of all times for me to win a championship. Because this guy, you know, he's not cutting it. That's kind of what it, what it ends up to feel like, you know, or look like at least. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's LeBron's fault that this oh, has started. But the dif- the differences become, even though LeBron made a pussy move, he still carried the Heat to where they got to. Oh, for sure. It was his show. It was. Golden it State was. is not Durant's show. Durant is a it, like he's just part. He's just part of a great franchise. Like I'm in three. If they if they win another three, t- if he stays and they win another three titles, I'm never gonna look at his run like. Oh my God! Durant went on like a Jordan-esque run. No, it was the Warriors dominated basketball. I would say Curry went on a Jordan run before I said Durant, even with the same team. Right. It, even if Cousins stays there, I would still say Curry went on a run. Because I think if Curry left, I don't think they'd win with the exact same team right now. Change no one except for remove Curry <clears throat> off the team. They're not. I think Curry is the only one who's irreplaceable. For sure. Everybody. Clay Thompson, great player. C.J. McCollum can do what he does. Maybe not defend as well, 
but he could Booker. get up shots. I'd take Booker D in Book, his place. Bradley yeah. Beal, all those Middleton. guys. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, we're not saying that they're as good as right. him or better, no. but we're saying for the team, they could fit into that puzzle piece. And they'll sure. still win a ton of games. Oh, yeah. They still win championships with Booker or Middleton, for sure. They probably win more games with McCollum, because McCollum, at least when Curry comes out, McCollum would be able to score. Eat. Um, yeah. uh, real quick, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you watch the whole game yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, when Draymond got hurt <laughs> and Steve Kerr, like, just looked straight ahead? Just completely ignored him? Uh, yeah, I think he, you know, Draymond flops. I think Kerr just out of use flopping, and then he looked down, like, oh, he's really hurt. Time out. <laughs> it was like he looked concerned right when they cut the camera off. Yeah, he did, yeah. So it was kind of like a bad look for him, but I don't think it's, it's as big a deal. I just thought it was funny. It, it was funny. I think, but I definitely think he was like, oh, you know, Draymond, I'm trying to draw the foul. You know, I don't need to see. But then Draymond's like holding his ankle. He's like, oh, he's hurt? Oh, time out, time out. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That was funny. I will say, I got to say this, too. Forgot to mention last time, man. I talk about college coaches a lot. I've already said who my favorite college coach ever was. And you go over to the Greek league, never coached the league, never coached the Greek team in your life, and still win the championship first year, Patino? Shout out Rick Patino, yeah. I saw that. Come on, man. What other coach would do that? That's impressive. That's, he's, he's one of the goats, man. For you to, I've, never, uh, I've never imagined like coaching somewhere new and then going right to the championship a team forfeiting your game because they don't even want to play you because you've beaten them half to death right that's crazy no nothing has changed like the team was the same team and patino like i think one new players on the team or something i read they had a couple nba guys i saw or maybe like former nba guys yeah but they were they not on the team before though no i'm pretty sure the roster was still the same yeah that's that's tough, man. That's impressive. Yeah. Like, there's That's real just coaching. no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, Coach K is struggling to win with the three best players in the country. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't think I've ever, I can ever remember a year Patino had guys that I thought were the best players in the country. Any, any position. And he's went to the championship a couple times. Won once, even though it's a race from history. He won it. Yeah, what's going on, Coach K? Come on, man. He overrated. I've I've said it before. I want to. I don't want to get too deep into it today because I definitely seem like a hater. He has the same birthday as me, so I'm not gonna go in today. But uh, you got to look at it, man. When you're watching college games, you got to look at how these coaches, how they coach, not just the win loss. You know. It's ha- what happens in the game is coaching. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he got out coached this week. Last week. That's what I I meant to bring up. Carolina, man. I get it. Zion busted through his shoe. I get it. You know, you're, arguably your best player was not there. They still have a much better squad than North Carolina does. They still had the they still had three out of the They had three out of the top five best players on the court at any time. Three right. of them were on Duke. All the time. 
And I don't I don't think Tyus Jones's brother is good in my opinion, but in the you know the large scheme of everyone else thinks he's good, so I'll I put him in the three. I don't think he's in the three, but consensus says he's in the in the three best players, right? So R.J. Barrett, best player on the court, Reddish, second best player on the court. Everyone else, I mean, you should still win that game. You should still win that game for sure. You think Patino would have lost that game? No, I don't. <laughs> and, you know, Roy just... Roy, usually when Carolina beats Duke, it's only because Roy outcoached Coach K, honestly. Car- Carolina, when Carolina is good, it's usually because... Carolina hasn't had a superstar player in... Like, what, was Barnes the last one? Like... I don't think Barnes is a superstar. When was it, like, Marcus Page? Like, come on. They haven't had a superstar since Tyler Hansbrough. That was almost, that was, what, 10 years ago? At least. It was probably more than that. (laughs) Yeah, at least 10 years ago. And they're considered, like, a top-tier basketball program. Right. And they're competing for titles every couple years. If Duke doesn't have a top-tier player, they're They're nothing. They're NIT. (laughs) They're NIT middle of the pack. Yeah. And I I mean, I'd consider JJ a top tier player. And that team had some rough years when JJ was there. And JJ was the best shooter in history at the time. He was one of the best players in college. <laughs> My yeah. God, he was unstoppable. He was, and they were they were terrible. And they had like three NBA players. One year they had a really, really good year record with JJ, but otherwise they were pretty bad. I mean, it, you know, it, these guys, they give Coach K all this credit because he wins games. I get it. You win games. That's cool. You know, you, he he had a big moment, big moments in the tournament before. Um, he beat the Fab Five twice, right? When uh, Leitner, Leitner won one of the Fab Five games, didn't he? Uh, I think so. That, that might not have been the Fab Five, but Leitner won that big game in the tournament, and then um, he beat the Fab Five one time. That was a big moment, obviously. Um, so, you know, it's he's had moments. He's famous, but as far as skill, man, people who watch college, you got to look closely, man. Look what happens in the games. It's not the it's not the players losing the games. There's no reason why a team should have 62 points in the paint on your team by any means. Right. It's it's not that, like, the players are losing the games, but I think it's even because all the guys are young. You know what I mean? All the, all the guys are between 18 and 25, let's say. Yeah. So they're, like, all these teams have players who are going to make mistakes. NBA vets make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the coaching is where these teams get separated. Why some right. of these teams with much shittier rosters still are competitive. Right. It is. Absolutely. As you see, I mean, Brad Stevens, Billy Donovan, these guys are doing things in the league. Like, it's coaching. They're really, really good coaches. You know, you know? I look at Shashevsky and I see the same situation as a coach as Durant is in as a player. Oh, for sure. It's just per like it's perfect. There's no adversity and he's got the same like uh Kentucky thing where he could just blame youth every time. Right, exactly. 
And they let him get away with that shit. Calipari, in my opinion, is a better coach sometimes. Not all the time. But Calipari has... I see growth in Calipari's teams, like, over the year. Yeah, I'll give you that. Duke's team, like, in the same year, they're exactly as they were when they started. Like, the players may be playing better because they're just used to playing in college. But... I, like Calipari's guys can be garbage at the beginning of the year and be fire before the year is over. Like Colley Stein, I never thought Colley Stein would still be in the NBA at all. Yeah, Calipari does pro- like he produces, and I think he's a little more like aware of that he's getting these guys to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So at, to a certain extent, he has to develop them for the year or two that they're there. Right. Yeah, I yeah. to me a guy Brandon Ingram came into Duke, he came out the exact same player. Exact same. <laughs> too. Right, Jaleel Okafor was the exact same player. Parker is worse. Look at <laughs> look at the difference from when Carl Anthony Towns started at Kentucky and nobody knew who he was. Yeah. To number one pick in the draft and a top tier big man in basket in the NBA. Anthony Davis was recruited by Kentucky as a guard. Right. And is the be- best big man in the league. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it, Booker, too. I didn't know who Booker was before exactly. he went to Kentucky. Murray. I mean, Murray <laughs> Murray cooked us in the World Games, though, so I, Murray was nice. But um, Booker, uh, who, was on, who was the other one on that team? Randall? Julius? Was he on the same team as them? Uh, power forward I thought that was good though with them like maybe not it doesn't matter though. yeah I don't want to go our too far still, back yeah our point still stands right like, we, you see the development of the Kentucky guys I see no development in Duke guys none if anything none. if they, anything I see their attitudes get worse they develop after they get to the league they waste yeah. a fucking year pretty much like Cook I'll admit Cook developed but he's plays with the best shooting team in the league so his shot should be better right <laughs> best shooting team of all time so obviously he's gonna get some threes off uh <laughs> i'm trying to think of another guy another duke guy that i think has excelled at all jabari parker definitely is worse than when he went to duke for sure right i, I get he got hurt but you know that doesn't ruin your whole career or getting hurt uh yeah, man. So we, I like got, the can. I, I'll say the Kansas coach is better than Shashevsky. Oh, for sure. To Bill Self. Self, yeah. Self, Self has had some. He's made some teams look great with nothing. <laughs> Remember that one Ben McLemore? One team with Ty- Tyshawn Taylor, I think his name was. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> dude! Two K used to make me want to draft his ass every time. <laughs> Tyshawn Taylor, Macklemore, and um, uh, I used to like their two guard. I don't remember his name, but they had a squad, man. And it really wasn't that good of a team, but they played well. They played hard every time. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas is always a fun watch to me. They are. They are. Whether they're, they're stacked that team. year or not, like they're fun to watch this year, and I don't really think they're like super stacked. I can't remember last time they've really been stacked. I mean. Mario Chalmers? <laughs> I mean, shit, yeah. That was the same time as Hansborough. That team was tough, though. 
<laughs> I forgot Mario Chalmers used to eat in college. Yeah, man. He, make, he makes <laughs> oh, these guys man. in college seem like beasts. Self does. Dude, people Macklemore thought Macklemore was going to be like the next guy. I did, I did, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I did. Oh, man. In college, based off college, I did. Man, I did like, I can't. did like what I saw from him in college. Yeah, yeah. In college, I thought he was. I just thought he needed some help, but he needed a lot more help than I thought he needed. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on college basketball right now, real quick, uh, great game yesterday between Tennessee and LSU. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I know it ended it awkwardly with the foul, but. Yeah, it was so competitive, man. The atmosphere was great. Just a fun yeah. game. Both those teams have really good fans. SEC fans are amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. I, and I'm not. And I an like SEC Tennessee, guy. man. I think well, this is like the second time I'm seeing them lose. I'm pretty sure, but mm-hmm. uh, I still like what I see from them for sure. They got the best big men in the league. I mean, in the country, for sure. They're like they're like a true um, big. Yeah, their their front court is fire. Yeah, it's real fire. Uh, their guards, they're not that great, but they do they get the job done for sure. Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen for them in the in the um, tournament. It's gonna be a wild one this year. It is. Barnes is another guy though. He does a lot with a little a lot. He made DJ Augustine. <laughs> Seem like a superstar. DJ Augustine can hoop, man. He can. That Texas, he had some crazy Texas teams, man, that were fire and really didn't have anybody. Durant was like the best player he's ever coached, obviously. Yeah. But he had some. They were always top ten, top fifteen. Texas always. I don't know why he got fired from Texas. I don't know. I don't want to get deep in that because it might be something bad. Yeah, we, we go get in. I'm going to be watching the tournament probably a lot closer this year because I, I didn't really, I haven't been watching this season as much. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to make some time. This the first couple rounds are always so much fun just because so much crazy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and plus, like I'm going to be going into it not knowing as much about a lot of the teams. Yeah. So that's gonna make it fun. Yeah, I got you. All right, you got you got any of those sports? Oh, oh, real quick, um, <laughs> Mr. Kraft. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. We got to real fast. We're going over, but real... <sighs> wow, man. I was I, this one of the most surprising thing. I mean, it's hard to say that when a guy just faked his own hate crime, but <laughs> that's the yeah, kind of world sports. we're in. We're in sports right now. Talk about the sports. Yeah, sports. I mean, it yeah. it was just Regarding shocking sports, to me, man. It was. Just, I think it was the timing is so crazy. Like, dude, you just it's because it's because so much people hate the Patriots, but it seems like none of that hate goes towards him. You know what I mean? Every yeah. everybody who hates the Patriots, it's either Brady or it's Belichick's attitude or it's just because they win all the time. Yeah. But, like, nobody has anything negative to say about Kraft. Very few people, yeah. Like, sure. everybody who plays there has nothing but great things to say. Hell, all the other NFL players have nothing but great things to say about him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really didn't even hear Kraft's name, like, until, like, the Kaepernick thing kind of got crazy. And I remember Kraft 
commenting on that. Yeah. But other than that, I don't remember like I don't remember anything about Kraft, positive or negative. Right. Certainly not negative. He's one of those he's like the opposite of what the Dallas owner is. Jerry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally the exact opposite. Yeah, he is, yeah. Jerry's Jerry's messed up. Messed up dude. I don't I don't know all the details, man. Like I don't we still don't know if he was how much how involved was he? Yeah. With the whole thing, but uh We'll come back to yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like you said, nobody's safe out here. <laughs> Nobody is safe. Not man. one guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, that's it for sports. I'm I'm gonna hit this transition with Real back. quick, gotta shout out the Pacers. We said they were gonna fall apart without Oladipo and they haven't. Oh yeah, Nate McMillan's doing a great job right now. Sleeper. Yeah. I, it's gonna be tough. Coach of the year. This is the toughest year for awards I could ever remember. This year, like all around, the awards are going to be tough. Man. I'm with you. There's going to be some major decisions. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to say like someone gets snubbed. The thing is, real quick, Trey Young doesn't get enough credit, man. He really doesn't. Doncic is more spectacular, but Trey is like has is like about to set an assist record as a rookie. He's like picked people, it up for sure. People don't even know. Like he's he's killing as far as assists. Like in his position, he's playing his position as good as you know on paper, as good as most players in are in the league. But I mean, obviously he's not like dropping thirties, and he's not having these game winners. He has hit some game winners, but he's not as spectacular as Doncic, right? Yeah. And that, I get that. But I mean, people act like he's not playing well. He's playing good. It, the team is terrible. So, you know, at least Dodgers has players who have been all-stars before. Or he did. Uh, you know, it's, it's different. So, shout out to Trey, too, man. And just the awards all together is going to be tough. Coaches, MVP, six-man yeah. is still going to be kind of tough. The season started off kind of slow, but it's going to get really exciting really quick. I haven't seen a bad te- televised game in a while. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about this I've been holding on too long, too long It's so much that I could say Like I don't know about you no more I don't know where we stand no more Good for baby, we rollin', rollin', rollin' on. Me and you, me and you, girl, me and you, girl, baby, we rollin', rollin', rollin' on. Me and you, me and you, girl. Hey, 
I go through these things in my head Going through some fun like Maybe you're out there talking to someone I go through these things in my head Maybe I'm not good enough for you But I'm rolling, 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 rolling for you I don't know what I'd do without you And I'm going up out of my mind Cause I'm no good without you Baby, we rolling, rolling, rolling there's a lot of music to get into yeah me too man i am too uh where do you want to start offset yeah it's the one i listen to the most it's gotta be okay i'm ready um yeah this so this album came out it was supposed to come out in december uh after it was supposed to come out i think after takeoff's album um, but you know this. I, I'm assuming the whole thing with Cardi B threw him off because he had a lot of negative attention, so he pushed it back. At least that's what the narrative is. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that's a fact, but yeah. Um. See, so 16 songs. Uh, I'm just gonna say I like this album. I don't know how you felt about it. I haven't talked to you yet. This is our first right. time, but. I like when we do this though, when we don't talk about it that much. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, I, 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 I was say. I was pleasantly surprised by what I heard here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because <laughs> it's called "Father of Four, and the opening track is is really like it's deep, it's introspective. You really, he really gives you a piece of himself mm-hmm. with his verse. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, man, like, is is this what he's given us? Like, is this going to be what the album is full of? Like, that's, you know, it, I don't know how I'm, whether I'm going to like it or not, but that's definitely something new for a Migos member to do. For sure. Um, And in a way, I was disappointed because after, uh, starting on, from track two, to me, it was exactly what you expected. Maybe the CeeLo Green song was an, another like deep dive, but yeah. besides that, for the most part, it was just typical Offset. He was just he was getting these not, pretty good beats, in my opinion, and he was just mm-hmm. going through them like well. Yeah, and a lot of this sounded good. A lot of this, a lot of the punchlines were catchy. A lot of like he had good chemistry with the production with the other artists, mm-hmm. and it was. If you listen to the album in order, 
I like how he gives you a couple tracks with features, and then he gives you a couple tracks of just him. Yeah. It, it gives a nice, like, switch up. Uh, it doesn't make the album feel too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, and I'm, I really don't have a lot of negatives here. I, J. Cole's verse was okay. Yeah. Um, I, I could have done without it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that, too. To J. Cole's verse. I could have done without Gunna. I could have done without Wild Wild West just in general. Okay. And then um, the other song I didn't like was uh, Don't Lose Me was a little slow for me. Considering like what I want to hear from him. And it didn't really yeah. get deep. It was just slow. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, but besides that, man, this, this is a great album. By far... In my opinion, by far the best solo project from all three members. Okay. And I like Takeoff's album. I'm not even going to talk about Quavo's, but <laughs> this yeah. this to me had so much more like fun, so much just better music. Uh, yeah, I'm I like this album, man. I don't know what do you got. <clears throat> I love it, man. <laughs> yes. It was, it was it was great. I mean, how I shocked were you? Um let me get let me get there. Let me get there. Okay. Um I liked Wild Wild West though. I like I, I didn't I didn't love it, but I wasn't mad at it. It to me it got a little I don't lose me and after that, it got slower to me overall. But the song, like the songs, weren't bad songs, but it just it felt like the energy changed, and not in a bad way. It just, it just felt like I was listening to something different after that song. To me, mm-hmm. it was like a shift, but it was I mean it was a good shift. Uh, overall, the subject matter, man, that's what got me. Yeah, like it's not. This is the first album. Still, I mean, Takeoffs was good. But still, to me, this is the first one that sounds like it's one of their albums and not a Migos album yes. without the other guys. Yes. Because I, I said I had that same. Um, that's what I said about Quavo's album. It just sounded like a bunch of Migos songs without the other two Migos. But this one finally, it sounds like a, it sounds like an artist's album. It doesn't sound like he's ever been in Migos before to me. It just sounds like an artist making an album. And I and he wasn't talking about the same stuff Migos talks about. That's the part that really changed it, cause like, like you said, he, it was very introspective and like it was about real stuff. wasn't talking about you know drugs and strippers and stuff all the time. Sometimes he threw those in there, right? Cause that's what people like, and I'm sure that's what he knows well. Yeah. But it wasn't only about that. Migos has some songs that's that's all it is. The whole album is that's all they're talking about. And um, uh, Quavo's album, that's all he talked about pretty much the whole album. And he went, the variety of topics he had, man. Like, one song was about being a dad. One song was about making it in the industry. One song was about stripping strippers. And then the next song was about, you know, drugs or not doing drugs or doing dr- whatever. Like, yeah. like, shooters and not shooters. And it was, it was very, the subject matter had variety to it. And I love that. The beats were good. I mean, the feature, I thought all the features were pretty good. Legacy was a little underwhelming for me. I thought it, I thought it was going to be more. Legacy could have been better. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. It was a good track, but 
I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, on paper, I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. And it's called Legacy? Oh. Yeah. Then it, I didn't get that feeling. I was right. Like I said, after it, it wasn't the me. What was the one they had on um, uh, the other, the 21 project with him? With the Travis Scott feature? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the I don't name, remember the name, but that's what I was about. hoping for because I really liked that song. Yeah. And um, I, we didn't get that with this one. Ghostface Killers? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that was an intro, so you know they had to bring it for that. Right. Um, but, yeah, like this. And I, I definitely, like I said, I felt the shift at Don't Lose Me. And it came a long way. was nice. I mean, everything around that was, was a different kind of feel. And I think he was like, I'm going to give the album I want to give. And then after Don't Lose Me, it felt like I'm going to give the people what they asked for. Like, cause that's when he started with Dicardi, Quavo, Twenty One, you know, underrated. Was, I like the Gucci you know, song. I like the Gucci. That song. That B too. is serious. Real serious. Every everything after that, it felt like he was doing for the fans. But that first half, it felt like that's the album. Like he was in the studio all by himself for. Like to me, I like this. That. This album made me enjoy the single a little bit more. Red Room. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I, that's what I know for sure. That's when I know that an album is good when it's making me enjoy songs that I didn't really like by themselves. Mm-hmm. You put together a good project. He did, man. He did. I'm just I'm shocked at how good this is. Like this is such a cohesive album. Like yes, it's by far the best album of the year so far, in my opinion. I'm not mad at that. I know that there's going to be a lot of other stuff that throws it off, but. Yeah, man, like, there's really no glaring flaws you could point to and like, yeah, maybe I wish he did this better. Like, no, the rapping was great. Even his, a lot of his hooks were really good. Like, yep, he just sounded great every song. Yeah, he he delivered. And he didn't get away from Offset. Like, you could still tell it was Offset. It wasn't him trying to do things that he maybe he's not ready for. Like, right. Maybe the CeeLo song was was a little, like, really different mm-hmm. from what I'm used to hearing from him. But I, I liked it. I liked how, like, it was slower. They both had, a, like, a nice moment. Yeah. This is one of those albums I think anyone can find one song that they like. For sure. If, you ever, if you've ever liked Offset at all, you can listen to this album and at least find one or two joints that you, you know, that you, you got a go top to. three? It's been a while since not, we did like a top songs. Not, no, not yet. Off not yet album. for me. Okay. I, I listened to it twice, but I didn't have like any that I felt like I was going to go right back to. Not yet. Because I was, we listened to a lot of music this weekend. So Yeah. But I'll um, say, I, I don't know, I wouldn't order them, but three songs that I really just like, I've pretty much been listening to all weekend mm-hmm. is Lick. Mm-hmm. Um, clout for sure, and uh, quarter milli. Okay. Uh, Cardi like B. Cardi B sounds great, by the way. Another yeah, another great she, verse. Oh, for sure. I mean, she knew she had to bring it. To and that that she, beat is real nice for both of them too. It was, yeah. They, I mean, he probably heard that and said, "Yeah, this is the one. Me and Cardi got to do this one." Facts. For, for yeah. sure. Or Cardi might have had it first. I mean, you never know how it worked, but. They definitely knew that that was the one. Uh, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a. Well, I'll give a top three just off the first couple of listens. Um, I really like "Tats on My Face." Mm-hmm. Um, came a long way. 
And uh, I think I'm going to go with Clout, too. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with A lot of these tracks go, like... Yeah, they do, yeah. I literally, I was listening to it, and I'm like, all right, like, like here, I'm gonna start hating, you know, track two. No, nah, I still like it. Track like mm-hmm. seven, eight. I'm like, damn, like, I'm still not hating. Oh, the album's over. Like, what the fuck? I love this shit. Yeah, it was a See, shocker I, for me. I don't understand why J Cole keeps making these songs with like people who aren't in his genre. Is it because Drake does it? I hope not. <laughs> I think it is. That would I gotta be, be honest. pretty pretty sad. I think it is. I got to be honest, man. I think it is. Drake comes with, you know, little baby and Gunna and um I keep forgetting his name, man. What's the what's the uh Look Alive guy? Oh, Blockboy JB. Blockboy JB, right? And then here comes J Cole with Moneybag Yo and 21 Savage? Yeah, sounds nothing like his last two albums, by the way. Exactly. And, which I get, I, I feel like he, I think he's going to try to take credit of like fostering maturity out of these rappers. That's what it looks like to me. Like, okay, I never did anything with Offset before, but now Offset's trying to be a father, so I, I came out to help him out. Oh, I never did anything with 21 before, but now 21 is talking about, you know, a lot. You know, good thing. So he's talking positive positivity. So I got him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm. I fear that he's gonna say that. You know, I'm here for all the maturity in these in the trap rappers. But you know, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's doing that for sure because I don't know his intentions. But I think he could take the credit for that if he wanted to. It won't. It, he shouldn't, but he might. I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, I honestly, I don't really care what he says. If he gives me a good project, like which I've been waiting for from him for about, you know, since uh, no. What? You talking about J Cole? Yeah. Since Friday Night Lights. <laughs> no, 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 not that long. <laughs> what was Born the good? Center? The good one? No, after Born Center, uh, Forest Hills Drive. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I was blanking on the name. After that, I've I've been waiting and I've been let down. Yeah. Where's the Kendrick Lamar uh, thing <laughs> that they had? I don't know, man. What the fuck? I, I was so ready for that. I mean, Drake might have one before that, since Drake's picking them up from the airport all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, oh, uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be weird. It at this point, I don't even want it anymore. It's like it's like that, you know. You when you yeah. wait for something so long, you know what, man? I don't, I don't want it anymore. Like my my uh, anxiety for it is over. I was anxious before, but now I'm not anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Shout out to J Cole. Shout out to Jermaine Cole. No, no, no. <laughs> J Cole. That was J Cole before. It's Jermaine now. I don't like Jermaine. I like J Cole. <laughs> Yeah, take the Ermaine back. Like, we don't want Ermaine anymore. <laughs> like, I'm done you, with him, yeah. dude. Yeah, we don't want the mature. Like, we don't want the full name. Give I just need. I just need heat. I just need good songs. Like, just something with some energy, man. Like, and that middle child did not age well for me. Like, I'm done with that. I don't. I never want to hear it again. I heard it, it a cool couple. Yeah, I think I heard it too many times too. Yeah, it was. It was cool for us maybe two times. After that, 
it got worse and worse and like, nah, I don't like it anymore at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a little it's a little uh, repetitive. Yeah. When you listen to it a couple times. Yeah. All right. Um next album. You you want me to go into Gunna since we're talking rap? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Gunna's album. Okay. Let me look at it while while I talk about it. Another 16 songs. Was it only 16? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a lot more than that. That's not a good sign. <laughs> All right, so that the single we talked about last time was One Call, correct? Yeah. The album is basically a really long One Call. Is it, it really has, like that one sound that he has? The whole album. The whole thing. Man. It's one of the most boring rap albums I've ever heard in my life. Man. And I look, man, I really I listen to it with an open mind. I don't know much about Gunna. And I like some of his guest verses. But it's like he said that some of his songs had the same lines in them. Um, like they were talking about the same thing over and over. And maybe it was hard because Offset has such variety on his album. I came to Gunna and there was no variety. Everything was the same. Some of the songs, I still don't understand what he's saying. Um, I mean, you can't have a Derek Fisher and Yao Ming song on the same album. Like, come on, man. Like, dude, it, it was just, it, it was Derek just corny, Fisher. really. Playboy Cardi had the best verse on the album. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. I'm signing out for that <laughs> I'm se- one. And I'm serious about that, too. I believe you. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. I've heard like Gunna to me is is he's been one note, and I love I love when he's featured for like a, a short verse or sometimes like a bridge to a hook. Like mm-hmm. he sounds really good in that pocket. Yeah. But I never thought like like man do like do I want to hear a project and that I'll and like will he give me enough out of a project that. That'll keep me interested, and clearly the answer is no. If Cardi, if Playboy Cardi has the best fucking verse, check this out. Watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna fast forward though. So. Yes you can. Yes you can. Yes you can. Yes you can. My God. Oh my God. Right. That's one. Together, found so we don't gotta work. Young gonna wanna drop their head first. From the streets and finally found my work. Kid that nigga left on dead dirt. Took his body, not. My brothers keep a shit deeper than a chain. Just like Fendi got a thing. And I'm tripping like a sink, yeah. I know you feel ashamed. Speed it up, know they wanna take the lane. I just went through five different songs. Wow. I was shaking my head the whole time. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. I gave you a couple of snippets. And I like one of those songs, my favorite song on the album. And it sounds just like all the other ones. I couldn't even tell you which one. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like to me, none of them sounded like way better or way worse than any of the other songs that you just played. They really weren't, man. I'm serious. Like that's how it was. Be they fair all- for a second. Did you listen to Offset first? Um, the I finished Offset's album first, but I didn't necessarily. I didn't like listen to the whole album first. Okay. Like I played some of his, because and then I played a lot of Gunna's. And then I said, hold on, let me go back to Offset. <laughs> like, then I finished Offset, and then I came and finished Gunners. Mm. So I didn't, like, go all the way through either. I want to be time. fair. I want to be fair and assume that because there's another great album out, he gets kind of a negative, you know, Dude. a little more negative. But if it, no, don't get me wrong. If it sounds boring, <laughs> like what you just played for me, if that's the whole album, I'm I'm out. I got a lot of other shit to listen to. <laughs> After last Friday, they say it ain't gonna be this. Oh, here, oh, here, wait, listen to this snippet real quick. (laughs) Is this three headed snake? Yeah. Did you understand what he just said? Nah. <laughs> he's he's not really a lyrics guy for me. He makes that to be honest with you, hearing that like now that I'm hearing him not as a feature but as his own artist. Yeah, his like his annoying like, like that that weird weird like whiny sound he kind of has at times. Yeah, doesn't sound well when it's just every track is no, that. It doesn't. it doesn't. And the thing is, this like the speed thing does sound good when he's when it's only thirty seconds. But when you listen to four minutes of him rapping at the same speed, <laughs> it's not good. No, it's uh, not. tough break for Gunna. Hopefully yeah, so, it pops um, up as a feature more often. The thing is, if you like Gunna, man, for the listeners, if you like Gunna, and this is what you like, you know, that's cool. But I would be shocked if anyone can tell me that they like all 16 songs on this album. Oh, yeah. There's no... no if you say that, man... Ain't no There's way. no way. I'm never going to l- believe you ever again if you say something like that. <laughs> like, I get it. You might be able to like six... Like, if this was eight songs, I would say, okay, yeah, Gunna had a nice mixtape, EP or something. You know what I wanted this to be? What? Um, You remember, like, 21 came in kind of a similar way. Like, he was popping up on features all the time. And then Issa came out. And, you know, Issa's not, you know, it's not a revolutionary rap project, but it's fun. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping that this would be that. Like, it would be similar to that. But it's just unfortunate yeah. that it's not. Like his first studio thing, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I know he's done other projects before, I'm pretty sure, but... Like, this was you his big... Gunna, yeah. Like, this was his yeah, big yeah. album. Like, he's a known rapper now. This is his first studio one by himself. Oh, okay. The other ones were all mixtapes, I think. They got cartoons and stuff on Didn't them. Didn't he have an EP, it... like, 2017 or something? Uh, maybe. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just guessing, but 
I remember he had something out I saw at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, it wasn't fire. <laughs> I don't you know, doubt obviously. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he had some things that previewed his talent, but it wasn't anything mind blowing, you know. And young, the young thug thing is like. I, I like that sound. That that didn't sound too bad. No, no, no. But that's what he does best. But he can't do it all the time, or else he nah. would be young thug. You know. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he's he's good for features. That's all we got to say. I don't want to talk about him. That's anymore. not a bad thing. Like some some artists just like that's just their pocket. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I don't want to say like he he shouldn't be rapping. Like no, nah, he just some guys just can't really put an album together. Maybe he should have had more features. To be honest. Yeah, I feel like if have. he worked with more people, it would have gave a little more variety. I'm assuming that, of course, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. The songs probably would have had more variety, but he he still <laughs> he did he have. wouldn't have <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah all right so uh, <laughs> what's next Kalani yeah I think that's the only other one you've listened to. I I heard yeah yeah it's the only one I finished yeah okay. only other one yeah it's the only other one I finished too. Okay. Um, you want to go first again? Nah, hit hit this one first. Um, I'm not a Kalani fan. When I first, when Kalani first came out, I thought Kalani was good. You know, I thought she was different, and you know, I was excited to see what she would do in the future. But, um, I like this project. I will say that before I start killing it, right? I, I like the project. I like the features. The music Soul Child was un, um, unexpected. He's one of my favorite R&B artists ever, so I liked that. But Kalani got to figure out a way to stop singing about the same thing every time, man. For me. It, that's the only thing. That's the only criticism I really have. She sound good. The, the beats are pretty good. You know, nice songs here and there. But it's like every album has the same... You know, I know I'm talking a lot about subject matter today. Yeah. And, you know, that's not as important to everyone. For me, it's important, but not everyone, right? But Kalani has the same subject matter all the time. And it has to... I don't know, man. I don't know what I could really say about it. But for me, this album kind of had a lot of the same feel to me. But I liked it. I liked it. That's really... You know what makes this album a lot better for me is that it's nine tracks. Oh, for sure. Um, and I'm gonna, sure. I'm kind of gonna talk about it. I'm just r- r- straight out the gate. I'm removing "Butterfly" from what I'm talking about. I didn't like that song at all. Mm-hmm. It was, it was too slow. It was just her kind of. She was just kind of loud, and it. I don't know. I just didn't like that song at all. <laughs> she was kind of loud, like yeah. in a bad way. Like she was overpowering the beat. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but um, the other eight songs I enjoyed all of them. I uh, yeah, you know Dom Dom Kennedy I could have done without, but he didn't sound terrible. Yeah, like, that was such an oddball feature. Facts, <laughs> completely just out of left field. And I like I don't mind Dom Kennedy. I don't like him, but I don't mind. I, him. I mind. He sucked. Everything I've heard from him is bad. So I wish he was better. I will say that. Okay, for sure. like he's not. In my top fifty favorite rappers right now, but you normally I don't even think I could name fifty rappers. 
That's my point. <laughs> and he'd Normally, still be after 50. <laughs> I'll make somebody up before I put him in 50. I'll put people I haven't even heard just to throw him later in the list. I'll put dead people before I put him in the current Oh, one. my God. But I don't mind sometimes his voice, but, yeah, um, he was weird. No, but getting back to Kilani, uh, yeah, I couldn't even get through her last project, man. You remember how long that shit was? Yeah, man. I, it took me The one right after the Kyrie listens. Irving nonsense, Sweet Sexy Savage. Yeah, with the haircut. I couldn't That's get through it, that one, man. Nah, it was, it was too long. It was just it was all too- her, and I just I didn't like how it sounded. And all the same, it, again, it's all the same. It sounds like it's the same person wrote all, right. those, all those songs. And I agree with what you're saying in terms of with this one, that it, it sounds kind of like the same stuff. Yeah. But that's why I enjoyed that it was nine tracks. I totally agree. And even though she does talk about the same thing, uh, the songs sound pretty different from one another. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. that, that's what made me. I really liked uh, Too Deep. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, Feels was really nice. I liked Feels a lot. Night, nights like this uh, is it was smooth. It was smooth. Ty Dolla Ty Dolla Sign's a, one of the top features out right now. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah he definitely is, man. Um, good it, seasoning to your song. I also like the last track, Love Language. Mm-hmm. But uh, a strange thing I noticed. I listened to this a couple times because it's short, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, at t- I couldn't even point out a song honestly, but at times, if you like, kind of listen to it without a close ear, it kind of sounds like Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's I don't want to point out specific songs because honestly, no song was just like all Ariana Grande, but there was moments for like maybe thirty, forty-five seconds here and there. Where I was just like, to be honest with you, like if I didn't know who this was and it was just playing on the radio, I would think it was Ariana Grande. Okay, I can feel that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was a little issue for me, but besides that, yeah, I enjoyed this. I don't know how much I'm gonna go back to it, but uh, mm-hmm. too too deep. I'm going back to for sure. And it was a really good segue between the two features. I like that. That that between features song is important. Is it goes unnoticed sometimes, but yeah, I think on all albums, when you have <clears throat> featured songs, that song in between is big. Offset also did good in like switch, like from his own songs to featured song. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. It's overall, it's, you know, outside of Gunna, from what we heard, pretty good weekend, man. A couple good good projects to listen to. Yeah, and there's a and bunch the, uh, of stuff we missed. So yeah, and the um. The gem I played was from L.A., his album, and I, I'm not done with it, but so far I, I like it a lot. I like that song. Um, like you said, tw- um, Lil Pump has a project, right? Yeah. Um, so we got to hit that. Eric what Bellinger, for sure. Eric Bellinger, yeah. It's a lot of, lot of tracks, but I'm going through it. Yeah, I'll make it through. If I could get through a heartbreak on a full moon, I could get through his. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if it's yeah. if it sucks, uh, he's he's catching some heat next week. I love these features, though. Wow! Right, Mace, Nipsey, 
Jalen, I like Jalen a lot. He's not Neo. really known. Neo, Chris Brown, of course, that's his man. BJ, the Chicago kid, I, I think their voices will probably sound fantastic. My together. God, Dom, is that Dom Kennedy again? Yeah, man. That second <laughs> album, he just went. Well, Problem, RJ, Dom Kennedy are all from LA, right? Well, I don't know where Problem is from, but I know RJ's Wouldn't surprise me. worked with them before. I like uh, Victoria Monet. Uh, I've heard some of her shit with uh, MGK. Yeah, and I like her. It sounds pretty good, so. Yeah. Yeah, this looks interesting. I like the Ready Player One <laughs> cover art he, he went with. I like that, too. I don't really get it, but I like it. Right. Um, <clears throat> is there any other, like, big news talking about? Uh, As far as music goes? As far as music, I don't know, man. Anything dropping, like, this next Friday, just because we got so much of this stuff. If nothing's dropping, I wouldn't mind skipping next week's releases. Yeah, I, yeah, we, we probably will need two weeks for um Eric Bellinger. Facts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. What's this week? The, what day is this week? Sunday. I mean, oh no, like what's the date next uh, next Friday? Oh, the date. I gotta pull the calendar. I don't even know what today's date is, to be honest. It's the it's the twenty fourth, so twenty fourth. It'll be what the thirtieth. The first of March, because oh, yeah, it's February. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I haven't heard anything coming out March first. I know Rihanna keeps teasing us, um, but I don't know, man. I haven't heard anything, anything special. You haven't either, right? No. What's what's well, up with everybody remixing uh, Thadiana? Why is that? I don't know, man. Like, oh, this... Two Chains comes out next week. Oh, a project? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Yeah, the one LeBron produced. Oh yeah, that's right. It's big <laughs> yeah. too. It's like 16 tracks or something. I I haven't heard about this. I haven't seen the track list, but I heard it's supposed to be good. Hey, I liked I liked this last one. Uh, Pretty girls like trap music. Yeah, it was good. That was like I I always liked select songs and features from him, but mm-hmm. that was the first time I'm like, man, Two Chains could could put a little project together. That one definitely was well put together. It definitely was. Um, Weezer. <laughs> you gonna check out gigs? No. You want me to struggle through? Ah. I might struggle through that one and see how it sounds. Maybe he'll surprise me. Yeah, do I, you. I already know the French Montana song is going to be awful. It's five It's five minutes long. I'm done with French Montana. <laughs> you should have never started with French Montana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I'm done because he had his chance like to be good. And he didn't do it. He is so like he's so unanimously just awful. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't have like people who are fans. I don't know where he makes his money. I (laughs) where does it come from? (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I mean he was he was he had bank before rapping, I'm pretty sure. From what? I don't know. He's he's got some background, maybe a family thing or something. Oh, well. But I don't know. (laughs) 
he, he finds like these hits that he just like gets lucky with. And that shot caller, I don't know. I never heard that song until the remix. The remix was the first time I heard it. His first song, his first hit. Mm-hmm. When Rick Ross and um, Diddy got on the remix, oh, it was fire. But I never, I still haven't heard the original version. Dude, I don't remember the first time I heard him, but uh, I remember the first time I heard him and actually was like, oh, this guy might be all right, was uh, the ASAP the Ferg uh, work remix. I don't even remember that. Uh, he popped up on there. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, he sounds pretty cool. And then I, excuse my French, was trash. Jungle Rules was longer trash. Like, like uh, I don't even know why I listen to those two projects. Excuse my French, I only listen to for, um, what's the one? Uh, Marble Floors. Oh, that's a good <laughs> that one, yeah. If I, that wasn't on there, I wouldn't listen to it at all. And I still cut it off after Rick's part. <laughs> I remember uh, Pop That was the one I remember his like big big uh, radio hit. Well, we we know why. Right, Drake. That's one of exactly. Drake's sleeper verses, by the way. It just was so short. Right. It yeah. was hard though. Yeah. Yeah, the song drags on, bro. That's why. Yeah, and it's just it's just corny. Like for sure. The, like when that came out, we were past the re- repeating voice songs. The Amelie, the yep. um, it was uh, like five, ten years too late. On to the next one. There was another big one. Well, we, yeah, we were past that. Man, I hated was... on to the next one. <laughs> like I remember that it's song. A classic though. It is. It is. Objectively, I'll say that it's a good song. But yeah. for me, I hated that shit. <laughs> Maybe I've been hating. Maybe I've been hating Swiss beats since day one, I'll be honest. That's wild. <laughs> Swiss, Swiss had some bangers. He definitely did, but French Montana had some bangers. <laughs> and look what we're saying about him. But Swiss's were bangers because of Swiss, not because of... Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. French's were bangers because of everybody Definitely else, not because of him. Except for yeah, him. Right. <laughs> yeah. And brought out the marble floors. That was heat. <laughs> that beginning when Rick goes is talking about the story and stuff that was hilarious I love that that's my favorite part of the song still yeah I like Hold 2 Chainz part too yes so I let the bitch hang out with me right you know word got around I was fucking this nigga bitch so the nigga called me he like you fucking my bitch I'm like I'm fucking her right now Got your bitch tiptoeing on my marble floor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> pure heat. <laughs> I love that part, man. That is hilarious. Tuesday's got a nice verse on there, too. He does, yeah. That song is good. Wayne's verse was all right. Yeah. Um, Ocho Cinco was trash. I, I wanted to like it. Ooh. I didn't like it. Ocho Cinco starts off. MGK's part is nice. It is. But oh man, I for, I remember how awful Diddy sounded on that. Ooh, he the whole came song in was a missed opportunity. It was, but he came in at that last like minute or forty seconds or whatever. He was just trying to like sound tough, like do that Birdman thing. Yeah, I was just like, dude, shut up! Like, come on, you're better than that. Garbage. Garbage. <clears throat> All right, we're off French. Uh, 
<laughs> what else? Is there, any, is there no other news? Uh, news? I don't think no, there's some some entertainment movie stuff we could talk about. All right, real quick, real quick. Uh. <laughs> He said, oh, this man. is 90s night. Oh. So they out a <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but my album came out in 99, so I guess that counts. Sanchez, we ready? <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear Are anyone. Are we ready? Cringe. <laughs> Crickets. There's so. not even crickets. It's so quiet. It's dead silent. <laughs> it is dead silence. Oh, man. That was hilarious, dude. <laughs> Please, everyone go look at that video. Watch the video because the video makes it funny. Right? Yeah, the video is you have to see it. His face like he's really waiting. for. <laughs> I guess not. I can't believe he actually like performed. Yeah, he's he's a trooper for that man. I give him that. He fought he through is, that. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, I can't believe. Like I can't even the level of disrespect in because when you go to a music event, it's you know you either cheer if you like it or you boo if you don't like it. Right. But the level of disrespect to give so little fucks. That not a single member of the audience makes a fucking sound. <laughs> Keep in mind, the Bucks are first in the Eastern Conference, so I know people are coming to their games. It's halftime, though. People out getting a hot dog, you know, getting nachos. Yeah, everyone must be out there getting something. <laughs> and then on top of that, you got fucking G- uh, one of the faces of the league who just says, "Ah, go fuck yourself. I want to shoot around. So let me yeah. just shoot some... And he was, like, shooting bullshit shots in the video, too. Off one foot? Yeah, like, if he was out there, like, working on something, like, hitting some free throws, all right. But, yeah. damn, you out there literally just to disrespect the guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. The more yeah. I looked at it, the more I thought about it, the more I felt bad. But at the same time, Ja Rule has, has done this to himself. <laughs> Yes, you're right. Just, it's just so many L's. Like, there's you just at some point you just gotta stop taking L's. Yeah, sooner or later. Yeah. All right, time for uh, movies. Um, have you heard that Mahershala Ali is like they're um like making him Blade, the next Blade? They're redoing Blade. I assume by your tone you're not happy. <laughs> Dude, I just I just watched Blade 1 and 2 like a couple weeks ago. For the first time? No, 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 no. Uh, I watched uh, Dude, I watched Blade 2 like once a year. Yeah, cuz I was about to say I thought we talked about yeah, it. Before. Yeah, they're, yeah, they I put yeah. Blade 2 in my uh one of our top 5s for the comics. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, right. like it it's I have so much fun watching that movie with Ron uh, Pearl, what's what's the dude's name? The Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yeah. He yeah. he was awesome, man. The whole cast is fun. You got Donnie Yen in there before anybody knew who he was. Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah. Like he's just now blowing up too. Like, right. Just past like, five years. Yeah. Exactly, man. Fifteen years later. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's I don't like, need it. I don't need this remake that you're mentioning. <laughs> Marshall Ali is a lot older than um, Wesley was. When, I do like at the time. I do like that when when they commit when these studios commit to some of these either ridiculous remix uh, remixes um. Like, when they try to redo something, mm-hmm. and, like, it's already a negative mindset just because the classic is so good. You like that they do it anyway? I like that they commit by throwing, like, big names at you. Like, they cast big names to oh, yeah, to yeah. still get your attention. Yeah, I got you. I mean, yeah. when, when, when they said Venom, when they were going to do Venom, everybody was like, what's wrong with y'all? And then they were like, oh, but Tom Hardy's going to be Venom. And everybody was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, I'm down. And they still missed the ball on that. They did, but it made a lot of money, so. <laughs> it did, yeah, you yeah, know. that's the key. Right. That's the key, yeah. And, and I'll give, Mahershal Ali is fantastic. I haven't even oh, seen, sure. I haven't seen True Detective yet, season three. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure he's phenomenal in it. I've heard so many good things about it already. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, when you hear good things about the beginning of True Detectives, you got to take it a certain way because it's the ending that really makes the seasons in True Detective. Yeah. But still, I think it's, I'm sure it's great. I'm, I haven't seen Green Book, but I'm sure it's fantastic. It looks good. Um, yeah, he can act. I don't, like I said, he's older than Wesley was, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't they know they don't need to, man. They don't need to redo it, but. I'm glad they got a, a great actor, at least. The shows that they're taking it seriously. The only one they never do that with is Spider-Man. They always give us a new face for Spider-Man. Every, they can't else, even like, wait like a decade. <laughs> yeah, it, everything else they they don't mind, like, you know, throwing the big name, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. With Spider-Man, they have to have someone, like, we've never seen or we've only seen twice. So they're going to be Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, now. I'll be fair. Uh, Tom Holland is great. Oh yeah, he's good. But he's really Andrew good. Garfield. Yeah. Mm. It, mm. Superheroes is tough, man, because you gotta well, not blade, but like the superheroes that have alter egos, you have to cast for both things. You know? Like like we were saying with Batman, we know some guys that could be Bruce Wayne, but be Batman is different. And I think Garfield was a good Peter Parker, but not a good Spider Man. Yep. Um <clears throat> so that's the that's the problem with superheroes with the guys with to- the, Toby Maguire is still my favorite. Oh yeah, he's the goat. He was great for both. Yep. Great. Uh, perfect. Peter Parker. And he's like Spider-Man. he's exactly what Iron Man is. Perfect casting. Oh yeah, perfect. Captain America. Mar- Marvel just nails it sometimes. They do, yeah. Pretty much all the Avengers, they did a really good job. Yeah, like. I never would have thought, uh, right? That's that's one I never would have thought would be a good fit. Yeah. I never would have thought uh, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that was weird for me too. Yeah. And and she's great. Like she's getting her own show. Yeah. So yeah, man, they're doing they're doing good casting things over there. Mhm. I never thought Agents of Shield would make it this long. With. Um, I, I was never a fan. That was one of the. Are you a fan? No, not at all. Okay. I watched it at the beginning, and I, I hate it. Yeah. But people like it. A I, lot. You know what's crazy? Everyone that I know like it, that likes it, doesn't watch the movies. 
So like, I feel like I don't know if that's a correlation, but like the people that I know that say like it's one of their favorite shows have never they they stop watching the movies. Okay. So I I don't, I don't know if that's everybody. I mean, I'm sure it's not everybody, but I don't know if that's the thing. Like the movies make you not like the show, maybe. Um, when you're like major I mean, superhero I've fans. seen I've seen like pieces of episodes. Uh, but they just, they never really caught my attention. I tried to watch it hard oh, okay. a couple of times. I, like the first season, I was like, oh, this is going to be fire. No, it wasn't. <laughs> then I tried to, <laughs> I tried to catch back up. Cause like some of my really good friends watch it, watch it like religiously. No. Like, okay. Maybe I just, I maybe I didn't watch it enough. Right. You know, you get that thing with the shows, like, you starting, like, it's trash, yeah. but everyone likes it. It's like, yeah. okay, so I must not have got to the good part. Nah, it just wasn't a good part for me. You, but I get it, it's, it's popular. Did you see they canceled uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones? Yeah. Not a surprise, but I think yeah, I mean, pe- they're pe- still releasing season three of Jessica Jones, though. On... On Marvel or on Netflix? I, on the, I don't, on I'm Disney not Plus sure. It might be Disney Plus. Well, they said they might re-up all of them on Disney right. Plus. Right, that's, 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 that's also true. That, yeah, so I'm not really worried about the cancellation thing because they said Iron Fist and Luke Cage is going to be the same show. You know, um, mm-hmm. Iron uh, Power Man, whatever, whatever it's called. They're going to do that. Um, I like their chemistry in, uh, in Defenders. Yeah, they I were the first. Too, right? They were the first two who met. For I mean, spoiler alert, but um, yeah, they they had a good chemistry when they originally met and were laughing. Like they they had some good humor out of their the the difference in their like powers. Yeah, and he came for um and maybe two episodes of the season two of Luke Cage and was pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I, I'm not really worried about those. I I think they'll come back and uh, yeah, they're they're too good to just just like disappear forever. I'm I don't like this streaming thing though. It's, yeah, it's starting to make me mad. I I have like a tab up with the uh, DC, um, the DC app, like for me to sign up for it. I have the tab up, but I haven't done it because I'm like, do I really want this? I keep seeing those commercials. Like the Doom Patrol and uh, I hear good things about the uh, the Teen Titans show. Yeah, I, I see that one. I know they're bringing Young Justice back on there. I really liked Young Justice, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, man, do I ah, do I want to do it? But you know, so many subscriptions. It's just right. terrible. Like yeah, it's we're gonna that's gonna rule the world one day. Is subscriptions. Um. Uh, so I don't know. Man. I'll tell you, I've been. I started watching this uh, throwback show on MTV, mm-hmm. or not on MTV, but it used to run on MTV. Uh, mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. Fire. I gotta say, I'm on season three. Yeah. Great show. Great is I. Me and Nigel used to love Teen yeah, Wolf. Yeah, y'all used man. to have the little uh, like the like the get together for the season finale, right? Yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought Teen y'all were was... tripping for that. Nah, Teen but... Wolf is nice. Like, it's real nice. Like it is corny at times, just like any other show. Yeah. With that genre, but at this, like they do so many interesting twists, and the humor is really like subtle, but but really clever at the same time. Yeah, but but you know when you 
watch the old Teen Wolf, the movies, then you're like, oh, yeah, I get the humor. Like, some people don't get the humor if they haven't seen the original Teen Wolf because the humor is very similar. I mean, Michael J. Fox is just a better actor than everybody on the show. Right. So it's, it's not, the, not the same there, but the humor, like the jokes are similar kind of jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I like yeah, it. A, I'm I'm going to keep watching. I'm uh, We'll the, talk about it more when I catch up or finish it. And the effects for TV were really good. Yeah, like, they're getting the better TV's and better, effects, too. Most of the times, TV's effects are trash. Right. Like It's like, dude, like why don't they have the same effects as they do on in movies? But Teen Wolf, I got to say, was like, in my opinion, was some of the best effects at all those, all of those <clears> kind of shows. Yeah. Like the um, werewolf and... Uh, vampire shows. I think Team Wolf had some of the best effects. I also like. I'm. I get the the luxury of watching it. Like you know, episode after episode. I don't have to wait a week. Right. Uh. Yeah. And the effects are like getting better and better and better. Yeah. 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 And you gotta think that was like six years ago. Was the end of it. Mm, yeah. It's been a while. But, yeah. It's been off for a while. So th- think about back then when it started. How the effects were on TV. They were trash. Because well, when I saw it, I was like, dude, how did they do that? Well, watching season like was, one was, I mean, I know I'm late to it. You know, yeah. I'm watching it in 2019. But but I'll admit, season one didn't look that good. The, like the wolf stuff. Yeah. Like I thought I thought they, uh, they strangely made uh, Derek look a lot better as a wolf than the main character. Because he's already like weird looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like he's still, yeah. to to be honest, he still doesn't look that good. Like he's gotten better because he's obviously stronger, but yeah, like yeah. he's still a lot of the other characters look a lot better than he does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that was 2011. Oof, so man, eight years ago, effects were trash in 2011, all over TV. Um, uh, like maybe two, like Heroes had decent oh, yeah. effects. I remember but, Lost was all right. Yeah, Lost was pretty good. Um, what what was the vampire shows that were starting then? Vampire Diaries was one. I don't like the effects on Vampire Diaries, but they got better too. But I didn't watch all of it, so. But yeah, it was, it was it was a weird time. But yeah, once they started getting it getting going and probably the ratings, seeing what people like, then they got good. Um. Uh, yeah, man, it's a good show. Shout out to Team Wolf. I do Dylan wish he was O'Brien. still playing basketball like the movie though. That's uh, kind of, that kind of made me mad. It's like, man, he's playing lacrosse. Come I can on. see why people were sizing uh, the Maze Runner guy. Yeah, yeah. When he was Dylan first O'Brien, coming, yeah. yeah, he's he's funny, man. He's he's great. Oh yeah, he his role gets bigger too as as it goes on. No, I'm not trying to spoil right. it, but no, it's it seems like it. They are. Um, uh, like I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but they dragged out uh, Lydia's situation, and yeah. Lydia's situation is like just now starting to open up a little bit. Like we're, st- I'm starting to learn who, what she is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they take their time, but in a good way. Everybody kind of has their own season. Okay, cool. Like, like all the main stars, they kind of all get their own thing, own season. Like that's focused on them. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good about it too. Yeah, yeah. O'Brien, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, they they use that movie. I mean, that show like too much in his resume. Yeah, like, he's, I think he's better than that. 
Like yeah, he's more yeah, he versatile. Is. He's I think he's more of a serious actor than people like have made him seem. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he'll get a chance to shine at some point. Yeah, I think so too. Um, homeboy, he may never get another role though. He's on my main character. Uh, yeah, Tyler um, Posey, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah. seeing his name pop up on the episode intros. It's over for him. <laughs> yeah, he's if he's probably the weakest link of the show. I'll be honest. And this oh. that's what makes it crazy. That's what still makes it kind of good yeah. though, because like, yeah, because other characters are really really good, all of them. Yep. All right, uh, I'm gonna play your gym real quick. We'll be right back. This is the between boss and workers. I'm in the mines, I can't get no service. Walking the patron that made me a purchase. Fuck the pussy, want the hell like a turd. Just one thing was sure, and it's two things were certain. Carry that, I don't mean like it's a bird. I'm going in that club if I know that they search. A lot of attention, I took off the curtain. I'm ready attention, I wanna get spotted. She love a nigga that's statin', I got it. But she want a nigga to come and divide it. What? I'm thinking and I'm gonna decide it. Since when I come out of pocket for bitches, I've been the one who run around thotting. 20K with me and I was just shopping. They think it's slavery, I'm picking cottons. Trapping the A with me, we just hit on it. He down a spur with me, that's my accomplice. Please don't harass me, whatever you ask me, just watch what you say to me, I'm too iconic. This little baddie, she calling me daddy, now she trying to stay with me like she a Calling me, trying to record when you live with me, little bitch, you better not play with me, hope you remind me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just made a horror flick, me and Black Channel was starring it What you gonna do at the Grim? Front row at the Grimmies, I roll up and light my cigar in it My wrist kind candy, got whips like a carnival She get a news and I'm parking it A nigga so fancy, I cut all the bargaining Fuck it, I Louis the cardigan I bought this jewelry for marketing Yeah, I know I'm the one that they targeting Yeah, they never bothered them I see the way that we move, just needed some sharpness Ain't no more borrowing, nigga, I'll pay for my jewels My water be sparkling Who tryna spar them? I go right star them How about them break the guitar them? Workers. I'm in the mountains, I can't get no service Walk in the picture and it made me a purchase Fuck the pussy, want the hell like a turd It's really good show and it's too thick for certain Carry that night on me like it's a bird I won't go in the club if I know that they search A lot of attention, I took off the curse Just a couple of young niggas to find the odds Probably ain't think we'll make it this far Walk in the bank till I tell her we'll draw I just want blue crisp 300, that's all I want that coupe, that's 200 or more Hit the gas, watch it leave like a frog Sip and drink my double cup full of raw Double C's hopping out the double law No feelings involved, just run it off Switch up the cars, no any cost, fuck up a charge, get off my balls, money involved, get the lawyer call, all of my bras, ain't really mine, they could be yours, nigga who knows, got mama a crib, dick our garage, she don't even drive, but she on the go, I run it all, spit out the mud, I got a job, I'm not a fraud, when I'm in the mall, they think I'm a scammer, punching it up, like up a cut, these niggas is shit, you wanna attack, just give me the word, back up the ground, if you want the bird, trap in the trap, I front you the word, down as a dumb, but I need it back, mm. Can I fuck with no ratatouille? That's a fact. I can't fuck with no rat. Mm. Niggas start talking too crazy all over my nah. I'm hitting my jack. Mm. I got a bitch out in Cali. Not even my bitch, and she just got me tattooed. I don't deserve her. I swear to God, it's the difference between boss and workers. I'm in the mountains, I can't get no service. Just walk in the picture and it made me a purchase. Fuck the pussy, want the hell like a turd. Just really for sure, and it's two things for certain. Carry that night on me like it's a bird. I won't go in the club if I know that they search. I love the attention, I took off the curtain.
right, you got anything else? Uh, <clears throat> no, you want to give them a heads up what we got coming soon? Nah, I'm a, Save it? No, nah, let's just surprise All right, them. I like surprise it. Them. We already told them we got some interviews coming. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail. Uh, we're working on some things, you know, getting better. That's all. That's all it is to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else we miss. I don't think we missed anything today. Nah, I covered everything I wanted to. You? Yeah, I'm good. I will be back for episode 42 soon. Um, yeah, man. On our way out, since <laughs> uh, since we were kind of dogging Swiss Beats, man. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'll be fair. You were trying to stand up for him. A little bit, but I don't like Swiss Beats either. But he had some, like I said, he had some bangers. Some bangers. But, I agree. All right. Until... Until next time. Hey, yo, Swizzy, I told these niggas I was coming back to bust their ass. Okay. Remix. Fuck, too. See, now you know who the guard be. Back when in the city and you know who the squad be. Flip mode, bitch. Look, see, ain't nothing changed. No, I'm back with the remix with the queens of the game. When you see me in the spot, you niggas better respect it. Y'all already know when my rap ain't no reason to check it. And y'all know that you ain't fucking with me just for the record. So for stayed on my left, Mary J. Blige from a setting. Now get low, Mary. Baby, you can guess who it is. Uh-huh. Mary J. Blige, I'm about to handle my biz. Uh-huh. I'm on my grown woman, still a rep for the kids in every hood. And all my people doing Turn a bit. Now you know who's really the queen, deliver the mail. 730,000 first week of my sales. The haters pot and they watch looking all pale. While I'm on a yacht overseas doing my nails now he's sitting there looking stuck He thinking cause he spent a little dough I'm gon' fuck If money ain't a thing I'm saying let a bitch know Type the empty year account How far are you willing Turn to go? Up. Now we hopping on a jet He ain't wasting no time Told me all expense paid Any place I could find Hit the islands in the winter Tricking all on his dime Ain't a shorty in the world Pussy better than mine He wanna Touch it, bring it, fade Watch it, turn it, leave it Stuck formatted Touch it, bring it, fade Watch it, turn it, leave it Stuck formatted Touch it, bring it, fade
Stop formatted, touch it, bring it, babe, watch it turn. 